Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to the show that critics around the world are calling You really consider this a show? Huh. All right. Well, great. Another stellar review on the old Not Good with Matt Richardzi podcast. Uh, but yeah, welcome to it. I'm doing a quick one uh, kind of last minute today, Friday. Um, but listen, sometimes that happens, you know. We all get live crazy lives and have crazy weeks happen. Um, so yeah, hopefully this still gets up uh, by Friday evening or so. So we'll see. But um, yeah, let's start with the checking in segment. Um, you know, do I have a good excuse for not doing it till today? Not really. I mean, because, you know, everyone's busy. You know what I mean? Um, so could I have planned better? <laughs> Probably. Uh, but listen, that happens. But one thing that I always try to plan for and try to plan to make time for is my good old friend Taco Bell. Uh, I just came back from Taco Bell. I've got the huge Mountain Dew Baja Blast uh, next to me, this big cup. Can you hear it? Take a little sip off of that. Cheers, everyone. Uh, happy Friday. Um, yeah, this is uh, the Friday before Easter. I hope you guys all have a great Easter. But uh, yeah, just came back from Taco Bell, so already off to a good start for the weekend. It's one of those things. So I, you might not know this, but I collect, I have some random collections. Like, you know, I've talked about comic books a lot. I have a hat collection, uh, flat build hats, usually just feel the most comfortable for me and they're the things that can fit my giant uh freakish melon and i have to do the snapback because i have to have it on the furthest the largest snap possible um do you make a freak size thank you uh but yeah so do that so i have this huge hat collection and i love that um and and then i also have like a sock collection as well but the the hat collection and socks, I do sometimes intermingle them with my obsession with Taco Bell. And I have a bunch of Taco Bell hats, have Taco Bell socks, but at this Taco Bell today that I was at, which I can't say the actual place because we're on location for work, but um, where I was at had this, for one, the Taco Bell looked like this nightclub. Look like a super fancy nightclub. Like you were just gonna go in, it's just gonna be like, while you're eating a beefy five layer burrito and cheese is just all over the place. But um, the woman helping me take my order had this amazing Taco Bell hat. It was this flat build hat that had a cool design underneath the bill, and I was like, I gotta have this hat. And I was like, Can I purchase one of these hats? Hard no. Hard no on that one. Uh, she was not into it and uh, went and talked to her manager. They weren't into it either. Um, and so I was like, okay, so that was one. So I was just going to give it up. And I was like, I'll try it one more time. So I tried right before I left. We, you know, we had the dine-in experience of Taco Bell, which if you haven't in a while, please, please treat yourself to a nice dine-in Taco Bell experience. Um, but on my way out, I was like, you know, is there, so there's no way. And, uh, uh, someone that was with me was like, um, could we do, he's like, what if we bought it for like 50 bucks? <laughs> and she was like, okay. She goes, well, you can just have mine for 50 bucks. So my question to you guys is, would you do it? If there's something you really want, 
would you want somebody to hand it to you uh, that it's already been worn? And like, I mean, she was, you know, those things, because you're, you're back by the fryers and all that. You're, and you're working hard on orders and all that. Um, you know, I'd have to imagine that's covered in sweat. So what would you do? Would you, would you, would you pay $50 for a well-worn hat? Um, I chose no, but instantly regretted it. I'd ride beside you just out of your view and you might never see me alive. All right, from there, let's go to some TV news, so TV news of the week and just TV reviews basically. So it's stuff that I've been watching that I'm really into. Um, a lot of good shows you know, just kicking off uh, seasons and some ending seasons. Uh, Our Flag Means Death. I wrapped up that whole series, and that was great. That's one that took me a while to get into. I feel like the first couple episodes I wasn't totally sold. I thought it was funny, but I was like, you know, after the third or fourth one, you really kind of absorb the characters and the environment and the tone of the show. And you're like, oh, okay, it's going to be like this. And then I was completely sold. And it was awesome. And so I can highly recommend that. That's 10 episodes of good. If you want a diversion and want something more lighthearted, that's the show to go for. And similar, Minx, also on HBO Max, is really good. They just dropped the finale, I think, today. So I'll watch that and see what that's all about and see if they wrap it up in a good way. But I assume so. And they set it in Pasadena, which is cool, which is where... Um, I'm located in old California. So um, definitely check out that show. Jake Johnson, I was talking about him either last week or the week before that, but he is so great in that show. One of my favorite actors for sure. Um, and just kind of keeps getting better and better, as does the show. Uh, let's see, what else? Atlanta is, you know, five episodes in and just keeps getting better and better. Uh, love that show. And interested to see the the turns that it takes. I'm bummed that it's only they're going to be wrapping it up soon. That is just such a such a bummer. You know, when you find a show that you're like, okay, I could watch this for forever, and then you know, it's always the shows that you're kind of mildly interested in that those are the ones that go on for 18 seasons, like your CSIs and your NYPD Miami. That makes sense, right? Um, let's see what else. Oh, Moon Knight. So Moon Knight is the new Marvel TV show on Disney Plus, and very solid. Great show. Are you enjoying your uh, TV mature content on Disney Plus? That was a whole scandal, um, but uh, not really a scandal. But I guess some people were up in arms. We talked about it in a previous podcast that they were putting TV mature content on Disney Plus, but. Really, it's not. It's not like they're going hardcore, you know, obscenity and all that. So you're going to be fine. It's all going to be okay. Also, big news. Yesterday, came out yesterday, uh, the trailer for the new Kids in the Hall TV series on Amazon Prime. Um, I'm so pumped for this show. Uh, can't wait. And the trailer is really good. So like I was saying, that dropped yesterday. And it starts with them kind of being dug out of a grave. They crawl out of a grave. And you see a lot of the old characters that you've seen on 
um, you know, previous seasons of the show before it went off the air. But really solid, solid trailer, and I'm looking forward to to that show. And I got a uh, um, from Kevin McDonald. I got a I got a cameo from him a couple years back. And that is one of those guys, if you're going to do a, if you're going to do a cameo, Kevin McDonald is one of the guys that you want to get because he will go full force and for a long period of time. It was like a five minute video and it was hilarious every, every single second. So there you go with that. Kids in the Hall, that'll be coming. Uh, let's see, I'll get the date for you too, because I'm very pumped for that. Um, and there's two trailers. They released a clean one and then a uh, red band trailer. But the show will be making you know, its debut on Amazon on May 13th. So check that out. All right, entertainment news. Now it's time for some entertainment news of the week. Um, and entertainment loosely. <laughs> I use that term very, very loosely. Uh, first off, I wanted to talk about this movie. Every once in a while, I'm very surprised at what they choose as content for a motion picture. And I'm like, huh, would I watch that? I don't think I'd watch that. For instance, uh, what's the one? Is it uh, Battleship? Based off the game, right? I never saw the movie, but I caught like a couple, like I think like 10 minutes one night and I was kind of like, huh, this isn't that bad. Uh, And I was like, okay, well maybe they should make more movies like that. Do a Connect Four movie. Do a Candyland movie. Um, But this was surprising. This was, uh, so we all know that you know, when stores are abandoned, you see them all over the place in old shopping malls, shopping centers. There's always a, a store that's just completely vacant. And then around Halloween, they become overtaken with Spirit Halloween. And I love going into Spirit Halloween. I usually, I've gotten some good, going back to flat build hats. They haven't had Taco Bell hats, but they've had good horror hats. I had a couple, like uh, some Jason Voorhees, some Friday the, thir- you know, Friday the 13th, and then also I think a Chucky. I got a Chucky hat. This podcast is all about the types of hats Matt has gotten. Uh, but I love Spirit Halloween. I'm a fan of that. But they're talking about making a movie based off the Spirit Hall- Halloween store. So that's interesting. Um, and I'm sure you all have the same reaction that I did, which is like, how are you going to do that? Uh, because it sounds like it's made up. This would be something on The Onion. But apparently this is real. They have people attached to it. Christopher Lloyd, Rachel Lee Cook... And uh, um, those are those are big names. So we'll see we'll see how it goes. Uh, but the plot of it, so far, anyways, is that kids who think they're too old for trick or treating get stuck inside a spirit Halloween, and it turns out that the store is haunted, and ghosts make the various decorations come to life. So there you go. So sounds very similar to like a. You know, they were saying that it was inspired by movies like Goonies, Gremlins, Monster Squad. So if they're going to go based off of those, that's cool. Because I love the humor and creepiness of those movies. So if they mix that in in a great way, that would be, be perfect. But uh, a lot of, 
there's a lot of possibility for failure on this one, I feel like. But um, I'll check it out just for the novelty of it. The thing that um, I'm also interested in is because it seems like it will be like a little bit like a night at the museum. So I don't know. I think it could work. We'll see. Um, also other TV news on the entertainment section um, is that uh, Disney Plus, we were talking about them earlier, is going to be making a National Treasure TV show, which is great, but it's going to be without original star Nicolas Cage. So that's a bummer, but they did just announce this week that they're going to have Justin Bartha, who's the comic relief, even though Nicolas Cage was a little bit of that too, but he was the other main comic relief from the National Treasure movies. And Justin Bartha is one one hey heck, one heck of an actor. Um, And was just in an episode of Atlanta too, so also going full circle with that. So check that out. that was last week's episode. Check out that. That was one of the best episodes of Atlanta. Um, but yeah, so they're saying that because he's attached now to the new National Treasure TV show, we're more likely to have a cameo, if not a huge storyline and plot with Nicolas Cage himself, the Rage Cager. So there you go. Um, in you, in So I don't know if you watch the YouTube weather reports from David Lynch. There's some of my favorite things there. He's like, a, he does a daily weather report. It's usually, you know, could be 30 seconds, could be a minute. And so it was something super quick, super random. And he had kind of hinted that he would have a major announcement. And it just came out this week that he's going to be premiering a movie. And it's also, you know, it's, it's from, two well-informed sources that David Lynch is going to premiere a secret and completely off-the-radar feature film at Cannes in May this year. So there you go. I am all for it. Anything David Lynch does. That last season of Twin Peaks, the most recent on um, Showtime, watched it all the way through twice. Creepy. Some of the creepiest stuff I've ever seen. Love it. All right, and moving on to some random news. You love it. I love it. Let's get into it. All right, so random news stories for the week. This I love. I love Guinness World Records. I say this every week. But I love them, but I also love when they fail at them. (laughs) I love failure. No, um, this one was so close to being perfected. A group of 107 skydivers over the age of 60 jumped out of planes in California and just barely missed breaking a world record. Such a bummer. So you got all these 60-year-olds, which I think is already dangerous, right? Like, what do you do? You get a heart attack up there. You know, and then what if all of them get a heart attack? Um, but the rec- that would be a world record. World record for the most heart attacks up in the air. Um, but this was so people over 60, right now the record currently stood at 75 participants. Uh, and it was set in Illinois in 2015. The skydivers ranging 
And the the attempt was also it wasn't just to you know skydive, it was for them to make the largest snowflake formation while in freefall. So it was seventy five participants that was the last record. So the skydivers made seven attempts at the record uh, this past Sunday and nearly found success on their final attempt, um, <clears throat> but sadly did not make it. President Dan Brodsky. Bro, hey, Brodsky, uh, Shenfield told KABC TV that the formation built perfectly. It was just one person that was out. <laughs> uh, I wonder if that's a little passive aggressive. Like, yeah, yeah, no, we almost had it on the seventh one. If it wasn't for Dale, um, but this guy also said that's the trick of these large formations is that all 107 people have to have a perfect minute at the same minute so there you go um but yeah they were going to try it again but uh further attempts were canceled due to uncooperative weather so where it stands they are failures if we get anything out from that story it's that um but guinness other guinness record news an idaho man with more than 200 records has recaptured one of his previous titles by balancing a lawnmower on his chin for 30 minutes and 33 seconds while it's running. No, it wasn't running. But uh, so David Rush, he's been breaking records for more than six years, and he set the record originally for the longest duration balancing a lawnmower on his chin in 2017 when he had done five minutes and 32 seconds. The, that record, of course, was beaten later and multiple times and stood at 13 minutes and 7 seconds. And Rush decided, no, I'm going to reclaim that throne. So he said that the first 13 minutes were very painful. <laughs> uh, but when I got to about 15, while still incredibly painful, I got into the zone. That's probably because you've destroyed all, probably like uh, the your brain stem has just crushed down so you don't feel it's broken all your nerves so you can't feel anything that's my science deduction the world seemed to fade away and i felt like i could go longer than i previously thought possible so he ended again with a time of 30 minutes and 33 seconds that is more than doubling his previous mark um And yeah, let's end with another Guinness World Record, Montana, right in Montana. So a Montana-based company broke a record when it unveiled a giant belt buckle measuring nearly 15 feet across. So the silversmiths based in Columbus, Montana, had the belt buckle shipped to its Dallas showroom in four parts, and the pieces were then assembled into the world's largest belt buckle. It's a replica of the company's most popular buckles, and it measured at 10 feet and 6 inches tall and 14 feet and 6.4 inches wide. So that is enough to claim the record. So there you go. If you want to go check that out, um, I'm sure you can find the information for that and track that down and put that on a list of uh, worst travel ideas.
All right, you know it, you love it. It's time for some advice. If you have any advice questions or comments on previous advice uh, that we've given out that maybe you're like, you know what? You shouldn't have said that. I wish you hadn't said that. Uh, reach out at notgoodwithmatt at gmail.com. Again, that is notgoodwithmatt at gmail.com, and we'll read that on a future podcast. Uh, first one coming in. Actually, all of these this week are, and Clark had said this before, Clark, uh, Clark Wilson, a guest, a previous guest on the podcast, has said, uh, it seems like these are, you know, some of these are uh, kind of tearing apart guys. Well, he would definitely feel that about this week's advice questions. But listen, sometimes that just happens. I don't think it's every week, but, uh, but this one certainly is that. Um, basically, a woman is feeling stereotyped by a domestically helpless partner. A guy has lived in their home as long as she has, but he still asks his uh, wife for her help with every little domestic thing. Well, you know, that's how it should be. Listen, there's, you know, gender roles for a reason. Um, no, no. It's, uh, that would be something Tom Likas said. Tom Likas, I don't know if you know who that, that guy is. He's a radio DJ, and when I heard him, was out in California like 14 years ago, and it was on KLSS, KLSX, and he, was, he had a show, and it was very, very... Um, kind of very people classify him as sexist and some of the stuff we're like whoa you know what i mean definitely is interesting radio that's for sure but that'd be something more along his lines um but i think this guy really on a true note he's been babied you know you have to what you have to do is you have to have him go through <clears throat> excuse me i'm getting choked up so much this means to me but you have to like uh you know you have to go through all the tasks with him and sometimes multiple times. I mean, I have to do things sometimes just a ton of times before I understand what I'm even barely doing. Just even getting up in the morning. Uh, but repetition is totally the key. So I think that that's the way to do it, just to kind of beat it into his into his skull. Uh, this next one, another uh, woman wants to know, she says, husband can't make decisions without changing his mind. He cannot make a decision without changing it. And he then gets constantly angry if it doesn't have the best results for whatever his decision is. Yeah, this is a tricky one. This is one of those things he does need to be more fluid. I feel like you you get more if you're more adaptable. You get more out of certain experiences. Because if you go in with expectations and you're so set in it, and then if it doesn't work out exactly like that, then you're just going to be totally let down and that's it. That's all she wrote. Um, so I think, yeah, you got to get that point across. So I think you got to rub it in his face. <laughs> you got to say, listen, if it, you know, this didn't work out, you made this happen, you dummy. You big old dum-dums. Uh, just tell him that he can't be mad because, I mean, ultimately he made that decision. And if he doesn't want to change it, then whatever results happen, he's just got to live with. He can't complain about it afterwards. That doesn't mean he won't. I'm sure he will, but that's what I think. And yeah, if you're, if you, the more easily you are to pivot, I think the better you'll be. So hopefully there's a way to kind of steer him in that direction. Gonna take another little swig of my tackle bell. 
Mountain Dew Baja Blast. Sponsored by Baja Blast this week. All right, so last one is, and this one's a little different from the from the first two, but a woman wants to know, are they ruining their family's vacation by staying in a cheaper hotel than everyone else? So it looks like their family insists that they need to stay at the same expensive hotel as everybody else on the vacation, but they'd like to stay at a cheaper hotel nearby. I'm the same way. Um, I've been accused of being a little bit of a cheapskate, but I think, listen, you want to be able to kind of space it out so that you can like, you know, buy souvenirs or just something else. Um, if money is not an object, then, you know, that's totally cool too. But otherwise, I think you can, you can just, you know, I think it's fine. And, you know, I think you just stay in, I think it's fine. I think you just stay in the cheaper hotel and then you should just hug them all the time when you see them, every, you know, every day, all day, just hug them so that they get every bed bug that you've acquired over the week. Um, no, I mean, listen, if you don't want to stay, don't want to spend that, want to spend it on something else, like maybe better, you know, fancier dinners or whatever, do that. That's totally your prerogative. Um, I like going a little overboard with the hotels too, just so that you have such a nice, comfortable stay. So, um, you know, not overboard, but uh, you know, it's nice to kind of pamper yourself a little bit, right? Nothing wrong with wearing pampers. Finally, ladies and gentlemen, we will end with movies, my favorite thing um, in the planet. Love movies. Uh, we, I want to know what you guys are watching, too. If there's anything that you think I should be seeing that I haven't talked about, I would like to know all of that. I have talked about how I collect VHS and found this guy on the Facebook marketplace from Minnesota that has hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of VHS tapes. Um and I'm hoping, I'm getting back in Minnesota next week, I'm hoping I can accumulate some of those and build up, continue to build the VHS collection, which is so like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Again, I'm just a collector or hoarder, I guess. But um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see what he's got. But he's got, uh, the deal is $2 for 20 and then you get another 20 VHS tapes for free. So it's $2 for 40 tapes. So he's really trying to get rid of all of that stuff. So I don't know. We'll see if there's anything good in there. Uh, I'll let you know next week if there's any left when I get to Minnesota. Um, so movies. So what have I been watching this week? I've watched, I rewatched Halloween Kills. And I'm kind of the same. I don't know if I talked about this uh, a couple podcasts ago, but 
I finished it again, and it's okay. I'm still not, it's not amazing. Uh, I would even go so far to say that the Rob Zombie Halloween movies are better. But this is totally fine, and it's great seeing Jamie Lee Curtis, and I do like that they're doing a trilogy out of it, so maybe this final one, too, will just knock my socks off, but we'll see. Um, Every once in a while, too, you see a movie that people have built up so much, and one of the movies I always kept hearing about was this movie Five Easy Pieces with Jack Nicholson. I love Jack Nicholson. Easy Rider is one of my all-time favorite movies, a movie that has scarred me for sure because the, spoiler alert, uh, the ending, the main characters just all die. So I've talked about that on the podcast too, that that's one of those things that's really stuck with me because I was like, whoa. Up to that point, I've only gotten the happy ending. That sounds, I've only seen the happy ending on the movie. So... Yeah, so it was weird um, and uh, very intense. But Five Easy Pieces is Jack Nicholson kind of trying to figure out his life um, between being a blue-collar oil driller and this classic upscale uh, pianist. And I got to say, like that movie's been built up so much watching it, I was kind of like, huh. This is a classic? I don't know. It, it just uh, didn't hit for me like I thought it would. You know what I mean? Because like Easy Rider, I can that has tremendous watchability. And there's parts that 5EZ Pieces does. But um, yeah, I feel weird saying it. But I might have to give 5EZ Pieces a not good. And uh, and Halloween Kills, not good. That's two not goods. Um, also saw the horror movie Things, which... Uh, I saw it with uh, on the Joe Bob Briggs episode of Last Drive-In, and it's a VHS movie shot on VHS that is considered one of the worst movies ever made, and it lives up to that title. It's uh, pretty rough, but the episode's good because Joe Bob is there to kind of make fun of it, and he has guest Chris Jericho on to talk about the movie as well. So, though I will give the movie Things a not good, that episode of Last Drive-In is very entertaining. And it's good to check out. So there you go. Um, oh, also, I wanted to report this, too. Oh, and, and I watched the movie Without Remorse, the Michael B. Jordan action movie. And I, if I talked about that on a previous podcast, I apologize. But that movie is a tremendously great action watch. So if you haven't seen that, check that out. That's you know about an hour and a half of nonstop action. That's pretty cool. So check that out. And, uh, oh, I wanted to end on this story real quick, which is uh, we reported on this episodes ago that uh, the Razzies this year were doing a category that was Worst Bruce Willis Movie because he put out like seven movies. Well, this just came out um, or maybe a week ago or so ago, but I hadn't reported it, but I wanted to bring this up as kind of a little closure to that. The Razzies actually decided to take that category away because it was announced that Bruce Willis had to retire due to having aphasia. Aphasia is a language disorder caused by damage in a specific area of the brain that controls uh, language expression and comprehension. So because of that, um, you know, him suffering from memory issues and other cognitive problems, and there was, uh, you know, reports about that, um, 
from Bruce Willis, but they decided to pull the worst performance by Bruce Willis in 2021, pull that award because of that, which I thought was very classy for them to do that. And their statement was, if someone's medical condition is a factor in their decision-making and her performance, we acknowledge that it's not appropriate to give them a Razzie. So there you go. Kudos to the Razzies. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That was the podcast for the week. Thanks for checking out another special episode. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. And tell me if you did. Don't tell me if you didn't. But tell me if you did. Uh, reach out at notgoodwithmatt at gmail.com. That's notgoodatmatt with gmail.com. Special thanks to Nalo and the Unis again for great music this week. They just keep doing it every week. Uh, so thank you for that. Uh, yeah, we'll see you in a week. I love you. Bye.